Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today as we begin a new series. I'm so excited about this. As the next days, weeks, months, we're going to be taking a look at the Gospels. We'll be looking at it from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John as we'll be interweaving back and forth as we look at the most important person on that's ever been on the face of the earth, and that person is Jesus Christ. I would encourage you to tell your friends about it, that they would listen Monday through Friday with you as we spend eight to ten minutes together going through the life of Jesus. And then maybe you could get together with your friends and talk about these scriptures that we've been going over. You know, Peter, and as he was writing his epistle at the end, he exhorts us all that we should grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God wants us to grow in our knowledge of him because as we grow in our knowledge of him, Jesus Christ is going to come and he's going to declare to us the heart of God. And the heart of God is is filled with grace and mercy. Spend some time meditating on the things that he has he said, and the net result is your life is going to be blessed. And so that's what we hope to do as we gather together each day. Uh, on Saturdays, as we do these, on Saturday I normally invite a guest speaker like um, Pastor Jeff Russell, Pastor Bill Wynn, and certainly our good friend Pastor Romaine, as they'll be sharing and building us up on Sundays. We take time to put on Agape Radio some of the previous teachings at Agape Chapel in order to build us up and strengthen us. But on Monday through Friday, we're going to spend these times in a time of devotion, looking at the life of Jesus, the gospel. You know, what it was the greatest feat in the annals of history? The person of Jesus Christ. Unlike religions, Christianity is, is not merely subjective and is not a belief system, it's rational. It it's really is objective. And the evidence, it, it, it's verifiable. I would encourage you to search the scriptures rather than listen to what somebody else's opinion about the Bible, rather than what somebody would say about Jesus Christ. Check it out for yourself. It's a, the Bible and certainly the gospel, it, it's a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. The event of the birth, the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead was what set apart Christianity from all false religion systems in the world. Let me say that again. The birth, the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ is truly what separates Christianity from everything else. No other great religious leader can ever claim to be God incarnate. No, not a one of them. And, and the fact that when he rose from the dead, how that changed the tables. It changed everything because he set Jesus apart from everybody and every religion that you can imagine. Jesus predicted his crucifixion. He predicted his resurrection, which would follow three days later. Why is that significant? On the cross, Jesus was victorious over sin and death. By his resurrection, the Jesus' salvation message was validated. By the resurrection, we can know and rest for sure that there is life after death. There is hope for our future. 
and that we too can have that marvelous knowledge of that our sins are forgiven. By the resurrection, it brings to us validation. Validations that Jesus said his resurrection from the dead would validate his claim to be God. I think you better listen to this one if you've never heard it before. But let me read it again. Jesus said his resurrection from the dead would validate his claim to be God. We'll be looking at verses like Matthew chapter 12, verses 38 through 40, and Matthew chapter 16, 4, and John chapter 2, and John chapter 20, as these claims are laid out, as many more. The fact that his resurrection did show us of his claim to be God. But where I would like this to start is from the beginning. As we weave our way all the way to the resurrection, probably many months down the road, but, you know, where I like this to start is if you have your Bible, look at Mark chapter 1, verse 1. We read these words where it says, The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. This is where the verse that I'm going to use for this entire series is Mark 1, 1, because it talks about the gospel, the good news. And truly, we need the good news within our lives. It says the beginning. You know, in the Bible, we have three beginnings. We have in the book of John, it says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And we certainly know as you read down through John chapter 1, the Word that he's referring to is the person of Jesus Christ. Second beginning that we have is in the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. We read, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. But in Mark we find a third beginning. In the beginning, the gospel starts. It starts with the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news. And the word gospel simply means good news. See, God had been silent since speaking to the nation of Israel for 400 years, 400 years since the book of Malachi. I imagine Mark the Gospel of Mark, Mark being as it's named after him, had been traveling with Paul. He was his companion in Rome. Maybe in Mark's opening statement, he was thinking of Paul's declarations to the Roman in the epistles to them that he was there and was able to witness as Paul was declaring in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, where he says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, the good news of Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation. See, we do have good news. It's the good news of salvation that we can have through the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus always brings good news, but both then and now. We need good news. Do you need good news this day? You know, I really do appreciate the, you know, we're, right now we're in a, a political season where the politicians are coming up with slogans. And one of them is saying, let's make America great again. And there's many that are rallying underneath that cry. But yet, even when they say, let's make America great again, they miss out what did make America great. Let me tell you, and check it out for yourself, and as you go back through history, the history of the United States, we'll find that our forefathers were men who loved the gospel, how they were set free. See, good news comes to people who are broken, people who are discouraged, people who are, are 
just broken down. The power of the gospel is what brings it, that changes somebody's life. You know, we're living in a world that is spinning to, to a stop like one who, we remember when you used to play when you are a kid, you would, uh, maybe some of you guys aren't old enough, but we used to have what it called a spinning top. We would wind a, a, a twine around it, and then you'd put it in your hand, and you'd flick it out, and, and it would start spinning on the sidewalk or whatever, and it would be spinning so fast. But after a while, it would lose its momentum, and it would start wobbling. It would come crashing down. Our world that we're living in is is looking like a spinning top that's about ready to crash. We we are living in a world that does not truly have real hope. Jesus Christ brings us good news. Jesus Christ brings us hope. In fact, every day on the news, we should be hearing them crying out extra, extra, read all about it. Oh, well, I don't think many people read anymore because we're so busy with our tablets and, and our internets, but it should be flashing on our computer screens. Extra, extra, take a look at what Jesus Christ has done. Let me tell you, Mark is declaring about the gospel of Jesus Christ and why it, it is good news. It is good news that, that God's Son has come into the world to die for our sins. To me, that is very good news. It is also good news that our sins can be forgiven. It's good news of victory over sin and death and hell. It's good news that we can belong to the family of God. It's good news that one day we will leave this body when we die and live with God forever and ever. You know... Let me leave you with the scriptures that really does declare the good news of Jesus Christ. It's in the first Corinthians chapter 15, beginning in verse 3, where Paul wrote, For I deliver to you first of all that which I have received, that Christ died for us according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and he rose the third day according to the scriptures. And he had been seen by Cephas, then by the twelve. And after that, he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remained to the present, but some had fallen asleep. After that, he was seen by James, and then by the apostles. Then, last of all, he was seen by men also, as one born of a due time. The glorious news is that we not only have the evidence the overwhelming evidence of God's word, the scriptures that foretell of the coming of Jesus Christ, the order that we might experience good news. Next time that we're together, we're to be start taking a look at the journey, the journey that interweaves throughout the gospels of the life of Jesus Christ. I'm looking forward to spending time with you. And again, I would encourage you to tell your friends, you tell your neighbors to tune in. How you, can you get it? Well, you can listen to us daily on a podcast by going to Podbean on your app store and then search Answers for Today. That's the title of this podcast. It's called Answers for Today. Boy, isn't that a great name? Because Jesus Christ brings us the answers. Secondly, you can go to iTunes and search for Answers for Today, and you'll be able to find this podcast. Thirdly, you can go to TuneIn Radio. It's a, a great app. 
and just type in answers for today and you'll be able to find it. And lastly, you always can go to our church's website, which is agapechapeloc.org and you'll see it daily right there as you'll be able to enjoy these podcasts. We would love to hear from you. Please go to our website and email us or you could send it to me personally at trentals1854 at yahoo.com as I would enjoy to hear from you. And so until next time, may God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.